Welcome to 90 Day Fiance, where two attorneys with too much time on their hands discuss our mutual love for the most entertaining reality show on television, 90 Day Fiance. I'm Christine. And I'm Mai. And this is 90 Day Fiance. What's up? Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. It's already the fucking 8th of January. Yeah, today's a lot of people's birthday, actually. Okay. Like in the world or? Today is my sister's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, beer. Happy birthday, beer. And our friend Oz's birthday. I don't know, Oz. Oz is pretty cool. But happy birthday, Oz. And today is also Jackie's mom's birthday. Oh. Yeah. So lots of, it's a very popular day. Hmm. I hope everybody in the world with January 8th birthday are having a very good birthday. Yes. With cupcakes. Or whatever. Whatever treat yeah. you enjoy. Yes, that's yes. true. How are you besides grumpy? I'm okay. I'm very, very grumpy, but I'm okay. Otherwise. Here we are. Back to back to the podcast. Well, this is what everybody's been looking forward to in the last couple of weeks. Including me. I kind of missed talking to you. Yeah, I haven't talked to you at all since the last time we recorded. <laughs> I haven't talked to you every day or anything. Mm-mm. But, you know, it's not the same. No. Um, do you want to just jump right in? Let's jump right in. I do have to uh, give you a heads up that we may be interrupted because um, we're recording on a Monday. And uh, I put a chicken in the oven and I put Jackie in charge of... <laughs> Keeping an eye on it, so gotcha. I'm not sure if she was actually listening when I was giving her instructions, so we'll see. I understand. Yeah. Just fold in the cheese. Yeah, she's not a great multitasker when she's very <laughs> focused on something, and she was definitely very focused on something else when I was giving her instructions, so we'll see. We may have to order a pizza. You're going to have a burnt chicken when you're done, but... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, season 10, episode 12, In Sickness and in Health. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the episode? Um, I was expecting kind of more from a We're Back episode, but I guess they're running out of content here. Yeah. Well, just as predicted, Nick and Devin are done for the season, right? Like, there's no... Yeah. I mean, what else? They got married. That's so right. Kinda... So they're wrapping up that plot line. Yeah, okay. I guess. Who you want to start with? Um, let's just get Nikki and Igor over with. Okay, yeah. We're picking back up with the sex friend fight from the winery. <laughs> that seems so long ago. What's the big problem? I just had the sexy friend. Yeah, he, he doesn't get it. You know, why every time when um, she's like either arguing with him or about him or whatever, why does she have to do his accent? Yeah. <laughs> Do you not do Anant's accent when you guys fight? <laughs> <laughs> I should. Anant doesn't have like a good uh, imitatable accent. You just sound like a racist asshole. <laughs> doesn't she? Like every single time she's like, I want threesome. It's like, Nikki, girl. But you wait, you do realize that you also imitate his accent. when you- I know, <laughs> I just... <laughs> As soon as I said that, I'm like, why does she do that? And then I was like, Igor wants threesome. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I love how that was his solution to like, (laughs) 
Like, I was having sex with these other hoes. But hey, we could do it together. I think it's an excellent solution. <laughs> it's in the spirit It's in the spirit of compromise, right? Um, okay. I don't know if it's a compromise, <laughs> but sure. It's something. But at least he's being honest about it. He's like, this is what I yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like, this is what I really want. And, and, and I'm just like, bro, this is what everybody fucking wants. I mean... To be fair, I don't think he wants a threesome as much as he just doesn't want to have sex with Nikki. As like any other things we can do that doesn't involve me having sex with you. That's true. But don't you think most men like like the idea of a threesome? I mean, yeah, I guess it's the whole male fantasy sort of thing but you know nikki was like i had sex with three men i had sex on a horse in a barn <laughs> with a cat it's like okay well maybe he wants to explore too because you like basically groomed him when he was like 19 that's that's basically what he said he's like i was pretty much trapped in my 20s so i never had time to explore and now i want to yeah. do that and she's like oh i've done that already i had sex with three men in paris i really love her speech <laughs> about how she's done all of it already it was almost like a comedy scene it wasn't it didn't even seem like you're having a real conversation like it, when you're watching a comedy <laughs> like that is exactly how that scene would happen and he's like gently like cuddling with his little unicorn toy <laughs> it was just such a weird conversation and he I, I don't understand how he thought she would be okay with this yeah i mean feel for her if this is a real relationship i, I kind of feel for her and because obviously she has a lot of insecurities mm -hmm. and this is like playing into that mm -hmm. but what i don't like is she's like if you invested as much into this relationship as i have and it, it's all comes back with like money i spent all this money on mm -hmm. you money and you owe me basically it's like no like he doesn't fucking owe you any sort of like relationship because you paid for things like that's not how it works some people really do think that that's how it works though yeah she's one of those people apparently but but i think it's okay for that to be how it works if that is the agreement yeah if that's the understanding yeah but obviously that's not the case that was just her understanding i was like oh well i'm doing all these things so he better be grateful i dated somebody exactly like this like this is how they would fight, you know? Like, oh, I've done this and this and this for you. So it's almost like I should be entitled to whatever. Mm -hmm. And it really fucked me up for a very long time. Well, yeah, it would. Yeah, like I really thought, like I'm already, my love language is already act of service to begin with. But because I was... I mean, there's also was an age difference and there's a certain kind of power dynamic. Obviously, the person who makes more money has more power kind of thing. And yeah, for a while, I really felt like, well, I need to overcompensate in other ways because I'm mm -hmm. not in a position to financially contribute as much, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I, it's really fucked up to fight like that because I think people contribute differently, you know? Yeah, so... Um... It's pretty obvious that like he doesn't want to be with her, so... But it's not a scam, because he's straight up telling her. <laughs> he's telling yeah. her exactly how he feels. 
And if she wants to be with him, then she should accept that. And if she doesn't, she should leave him. It's very simple. Right. That was my note. Is like, if this is a real relationship, she needs to just like move on. Because mm-hmm. that's not what she wants. She's not what he wants. Let's just cut ties. But maybe she just likes the drama. She just likes all the fighting. There are people who like the drama, mm-hmm. but, you know, they're not having the good makeup sex like Ashley and Manuel, so what's the point? That's true. No, that's a good point. Mm. So should we move on to Ashley and Manuel? Yes, yes, we, we definitely should. His homie came to visit him. Yeah, I thought it was a very sweet surprise of Ashley. So Ashley surprised her fiancé with his, his childhood best friend, who has been mm. living in New York City for the last six years, so I... I didn't know, like, man, your best friend's been living in New York for the last six years and you live in Rochester? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Did we did we figure out how, how far away that is? Is that like an hour away? Mm, I thought it would be farther than that. It's not like that far, like a couple hours maybe, right? Let's see. Yeah. Rochester to Manhattan is five and a half hours oh. drive. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So like Houston to New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Anyway, this guy, Jonathan, he seems pretty level-headed. Like, a very... Yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. Nice guy. Good medium. He seems to tell his friend what's up, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of this conversation when the two guys went out to the bar? Um, I don't know. Like you said, the guy was pretty chill mm-hmm. and straightforward about things, so... Yeah, I, I thought... I, I totally was expecting Jonathan to just tell his friend, Hey, you know what? Like, I'm on your side. But no, he was totally checking mm-hmm. him. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I have 20 pair of shoes and I go out and I'm like, Oh, I want another pair. <laughs> And that's just that just what it means to be an American. Yeah. And then later on, they all met up and went out. And a, a very awkward fight. Mm-hmm. What did you think about this fight? You know, she's when she was doing like her little individual interview thing, she was like, I do this and I do this and I do this. And like he's saying like he doesn't feel like cared for or like, whatever. And what else can I do? And I was like, well, maybe you should have a conversation with him about what he feels he's lacking, you know, like, or what, what does he feel that he's not getting? Mm-hmm. Because obviously there's some sort of breakdown of communication. Here. Yeah. I mean, she seems to think that because she pays for his phone, she got him a phone in three days and his mine. food like, and they have sex. Then she, they bang it out every night. They bang it out. Yeah. That, that should be enough. Um, yeah. But apparently it isn't enough. And I can kind of relate. I don't think that that should be enough. I mean, everyone has their own definition of what is enough or Mm -hmm. what they need to feel cared for. And like, yeah, it doesn't seem like they're having these types of conversations. No, no. And what I think is really telling is when your partner tells you, I feel unsupported. Instead of asking them, what can I do? Yeah. And what, what do you mean? What does that really mean? Like, in what way do you feel unsupportive? She immediately runs away and get pissed about how she feels underappreciated, which I'm not saying that she's not allowed to feel underappreciated. She absolutely is allowed, but she's making it about her, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it can be about her later, you know, but right now he's saying it's about me. And, and to be honest, isn't she always bitching about how he's not talking to her? Right. About yeah, his feelings. Yeah. When he does, it's like, okay, well, we can't have a conversation unless I'm like saying all the things that you want me to be saying. So, yeah, that's, I, I think that's really selfish. I think 
when you're in a fight, no, there's no nobody's right. You know what I mean? I mean, sometimes somebody's right, mm -hmm. but usually when you're in a fight and it's about communication or whatever, you are both your feelings are valid, both of you. But if I'm the one yeah. who's saying that I'm hurt. I kind of want you to like listen to me for a bit, even if I'm being dramatic. Just fucking hear me, you know. Yeah, agreed. Anyways, but in the coming up next, it sounds like they resolved that fight by banging it out in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, what other way would they? That's resolve? the only possible resolution. <laughs> this is this is maybe maybe Igor and Nikki should bang it out. Yeah, to just bang it out, and that will that would just resolve it. Yeah. Poor yeah. Igor. Poor Igor. Anyways, okay. Uh, Clayton and Anneli. Oh yeah, we're still in the Airbnb. Uh -huh. He clearly doesn't know why she's pissed. He's like, "Am I not allowed to talk to my friends? Like, I was venting. <laughs> right. What's wrong with that?" It's about me too. So mm -hmm. I should be able to say what I want. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but I thought she let him off pretty easily. Mm -hmm. She didn't seem to put up too much of a fight. Yeah, I was surprised by how quickly this was resolved after... Yeah. I mean, I would actually can see my anger building from just sitting there and watching him eat this breakfast sandwich. Uh, yeah. It was disgusting. And the extra mayonnaise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think he's gross. It's a little bit gross. Yeah, he's a little bit gross. Yeah. So, but I do have one question. Sure. On a scale of one to Gino, how would you rate Clayton's dancing skills? It's okay. Or maybe, maybe the scale would be like Gino to one. Because <laughs> how much... How much more than one is Gina? Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was like a cute little, I'm gonna go learn this Peruvian dance. I thought the thought was really cute. Like, it was a really sweet thought. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm like, okay. I, I think you could just not be a little bitch <laughs> and not be such an asshole to your girlfriend. Yeah. She probably would appreciate that more. I was actually surprised that Cameron's opinions were mostly like siding with Clayton. I thought he was gonna call him out and be like, bro, that's not cool. But wasn't he mostly siding with Clayton about how Annalie is refusing refusing to tell her dad? But he also like brought up the sex thing, which I mean Well I mean okay, he's not wrong. Like it's a huge problem that they're not having sure. sex. Yeah, but are you saying that he sided with Clayton? With I think that he should have been a better friend and been like, bro, you should not do that again. Like, obviously, Clayton doesn't know how to socially interact with people in the real world. So I feel like he should have just been like, chill. He didn't say that it was all right, but he didn't say that it was fucked up either, is what my point. Oh, well, maybe that got edited out. Yeah. Um, but I don't like how Clayton was like, well, she needs to tell her dad or I'm going to tell her dad. I was like, no, it's not your place. It absolutely is not your place. Yeah. So. But I do think it is so bizarre that she isn't telling her dad. And then later on when he brings it up at dinner, she was livid like that he even brought it up. Like, what is the big fucking deal? Because it seems as if they've already, like, exhausted this topic to death, and she told him, I will tell him in my own time, and he's pressuring her again to do it. I do think it's weird that, okay, she hasn't told her dad, but obviously she's saying, like, her dad is, like, super overprotective and all this other stuff. I just don't get, like, what her long-term... 
like prolonging. Yeah, like I don't get yeah. the plan here because like she's gonna have to marry him within the ninety days, mm-hmm. and then what? Mm-hmm. Then she's gonna be like, exactly. oh, I met this guy. He's my boyfriend, and then like later on, they, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't seem like she's yeah. thought this all the way through. I just think it's very weird. I think it's that she's undecided, right, about whether or not she wants to marry this guy or, like, whether she can actually go through with this. And so why bother getting all this from your dad Mm -hmm. about, you know, this is a terrible idea when she doesn't even know if she's going to go through with it or not. Well, that is pretty much what Cameron is thinking, too. Mm -hmm. He said that. He's like, because she's undecided about you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of, unless her dad is, like, some kind of serial killer or something. Yeah, the the, the whole thing where Clayton is like, maybe she's in danger, and I was like, that's a super weird conclusion to draw, like, that would not be my first thought, like, she's in danger, like, (laughs) like what, Mm -hmm. (laughs) of what, Mm -hmm. it was just weird. What do you think about the fact that he's cooking her a special dinner? Well, I was going to ask you, why are these steaks so big? Is that normal? I, I don't remember looking at it very it closely so big. because I was taking notes. I, I do think it's normal if you buy like, I don't remember it being very thick. I just remember no. it being large in surface area. It was like thick and big. <laughs> you should buy, you should, a, a good big kind of steak thick. should be about, yeah, it should be about like, an inch and a half. That's that's a lot of meat. It is. It is a lot of meat, which is why. But but that's a great way to cook it, so then you don't overcook it. But then why didn't they just have one steak and share it? Exactly. Exactly. I was about to say that's... And plus they're at like an Airbnb, so it's not like they're going to eat it. Maybe he eats a lot of steak. Or maybe she eats a lot of steak. She likes it big and thick, so... Yeah. I don't know. But my question is really about if you want to treat your girlfriend who is forced to live with your mom in a one-bedroom apartment um, with a bunch of animals and you're on vacation, why the fuck are you cooking? I mean, I think that people can afford what they can afford and maybe that was what was within his budget to do. And I think, no, that's a very nice Airbnb. I think he that is not a cheap Airbnb. So I think he can afford more than that. I, I think... Maybe he thought that it would mean more if he made an effort to cook the dinner for her. Or maybe she didn't want to go out again because she was traumatized from the night before. Who knows? Just PTSD about, yeah. about how him just like parading their business to random waiter. Right, right. Yeah. Possible. Who knows? No, that's a good... That's a good guess. I would love if Anant tried to cook me dinner. Yeah? I think. Maybe. What if it's terrible? (laughs) Like when he made me eggs and he put flour in them. Why? Why did he do that? He just thought it would be a fun experiment. (laughs) Why doesn't he experiment on his own food? Well, he did attempt to eat it. And I was like, this is not edible. So just all cook something for us. Oh. Yeah. That is his master plan. Maybe. What if he's like, might... I'm going to say, 
yeah, I'm going to do this for you, babe. And then I'm going to fuck it up so badly that I, you will never ask me to do that ever again. I mean, that might be the last meal he's ever attempted to cook for me. And that was a good eight years ago. So it seems like the plan worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, if you're going to cook for me, it better be good. If, if it's shitty, I don't fucking want it. And I don't appreciate <laughs> the thought either. <laughs> That's a shitty thought. I mean, and I don't want it. I don't know. I guess each their own i don't like to go out like i like to stay in not all the time but you know they're on vacation i don't know that's that's my point he wanted to have a heart-to-heart conversation so maybe he thought it would be better to be in private but if you're gonna have a heart-to-heart maybe you shouldn't do it during the meal that you're (laughs) she was like are you really gonna do this while i'm trying to eat this steak yeah yeah i don't know he's very misguided Mm mm-hmm um anybody else oh yeah how can we forget jasmine and gino uh and sophie and rob i thought we already talked about them oh no (laughs) and sam and citra we already talked about them what we've only talked about three oh boy all right who do we want to go first you're so funny sam and citra sam and citra yeah citra the the level of excitement for this rice cooker is um is on par with with your level of excitement for a rice cooker. I mean, if it wasn't my Christmas present, I would have been very excited to receive. I I did think about your Christmas <laughs> present when one year you told us that you discovered the gift in the closet and it was to be a rice cooker. And he was so proud. He was like, "You love rice. You love cooking rice." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. For me, yeah, you love cooking rice exactly, for me, exactly. yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, she loves but it. I get it. She misses home. She wants her She's rice. She's very homesick, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. she makes him a nice meal, spicy mm-hmm. meal. Uh-huh. Um, I was hoping that she was gonna leave and go back, but seems like she's gonna marry him yep she says she's gonna stick by him even if he goes to jail Mm -hmm. that's her man even though she had to pack all these condiments (laughs) just to live she's still gonna live she's still gonna stick by him um they go and and meet up with his mom and his grandma and she brought some food over yeah um this meeting was phenomenal i phenomenal if, if Citra was Vietnamese, I would say this meeting was phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. His mom... His mom has issues. His mom obviously has some issues. A lot of issues, yep. Um, Which explains... Why he has issues. Yeah, why he has issues as well, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He said that they, they were estranged. Mm-hmm. They've been estranged for the last 10 years and recently are trying to rebuild their relationship, which is great. And she's moved here from somewhere where they were somewhere else, North Carolina or something. Anyways, they're newly in the same city, it seems mm-hmm. like. Um, grandma seems like she can't hear very well. <laughs> Grandma is awesome. She's just there. She's just like along mm. for the ride. She's like, what, honey? Yeah. What's that? Uh, yeah. But, you know, um, my notes said white people are the worst. <laughs> just, uh, I don't Can we just be real clear? Any other it, words to say? Well, okay. I, because I don't want us to be canceled. You're white. I am white. And those are my people. 
And sometimes... I didn't want to be canceled by association. Yeah, I understand. Disclaimer. I didn't say it, I did. Um, yeah, I just... What does witchcraft have to do with anything? Like, she was like, I, you know, I'm open-minded, but maybe not about witchcraft. Okay, so, so this is when she was giving a speech about how she doesn't think it's fair that Sam should have to mm-hmm. convert mm-hmm. to Islam in order to marry Chitra. Um, and then she said, like, I'm open-minded, you know, whatever, unless it's witchcraft. So <laughs> I was a little confused. Is she saying that Islam is witchcraft? That's what I'm saying is, like, witchcraft really has nothing to do with this conversation, but she's obviously, like, villainizing Islam as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, ooh, what what is something that's, like, evil and unknown? witchcraft you know it's i don't know like yeah the things she was saying it's like obvious that she's not taking any time to do any sort of research or like educate herself about the religion or any of the things so it's basically you know she's unfamiliar and people are scared of the unknown and she doesn't want to take any sort of effort into finding out like you know what does my future daughter-in-law believe or like what is my Mm -hmm. son like converting to you know Mm -hmm. it it, it was a lot and she said that she doesn't think she should have to be a part of this wedding because she does not approve of the beliefs basically of the religion yeah yeah but she also said that you know, she doesn't think people should have to change themselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To marry someone else. But at the end, she said, but she would love it yes. if, if, <laughs> if Sutra would marry in the Christian church. Right, and adopted yeah. their god as her mm. god and all this other yep. shit. Yep, it's like, oh, okay, lady. <laughs> but then at the end, she says that, I have faith this is all going to turn out okay. And the producer was like, I'm pretty sure you're like insinuating something. And she was like, maybe. So it's like, <laughs> obviously she's praying that Citrus just goes back home and they don't mm. get married. No, he, he won the lottery with her. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't. Citra is so chill. She's super chill. She's very nice. Like, she didn't get all of the microaggressions that were coming at her. She's like, oh, your uh-huh. mom was nice. Like, it was mm-hmm. fine. Everything. Level-headed. Yeah. Clearly, it's like, hey, we need to visit mom and grandma. I'm going to bring them food. Right. Doing, doing, doing the most Asian-in-law right. shit. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I don't know. She's a gem, and she should probably run far away. Yeah, I don't know if she's a gem. I can't wait until her dad comes, though. Yeah. Maybe it's just a whole lot of nothing. It probably is. It's probably a whole lead-up. But her dad can't be, like, as amazing as Sophie's mom. (laughs) Rob is a knob. He is the epitome of a knob. Mm -hmm. You should not marry him. So we finally meet Sophie's mom in in person. Yeah, I had to look up like where Inglewood is in relation to LAX because they were sitting and eating dinner and like Sophie's mom was like, oh, I landed and they're like eating their chicken. I know. I was like, why wouldn't you eat with your mom? Right. That was the other thing is like she's cooking in this tiny ass kitchen. I was like, oh, 
must be like I want to make a nice meal for yeah. my mom because she's come. No, no, nope. we're gonna nope. just swing by In and Out on the way home. Did Did you notice how they said it's the first time they're cooking in the apartment? Mm-hmm. But they also said there's 25 days left to get married, mm-hmm. so they've been there for 65 days and they haven't cooked. Yeah, I. It's you weird. saw his kitchen. No, I I know, but 65 days. He claims they've cooked. No, he claimed they cooked in a previous trip, like the last time she was there. But during this time. They haven't cooked. Uh, I thought he was saying that they've cooked and she was debating the definition of cook. No, no. He said like when she was here last time they cooked. Mm. I don't know. But maybe he put flour in their eggs and she didn't <laughs> maybe, want any of that. Maybe. Like, you know, when you go on vacation, yes. and you eat out every day. And it's you're all... just like, I just want to be at home and make myself a meal. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. What do you think about this fight with Mama Sophie? Well... First of all, he's so rude, saying, like, your mom doesn't know when to shut up. No, he's a dick. Can you imagine saying that about your partner's mother? Like, oh my goodness. Um, why, don't you, why don't you try it and see? <laughs> because Anant's, <laughs> Anant's mom is so nice that he'd be like, what are you talking about? Are you okay? Um, what else? I, I didn't he, get that. I, I don't know why that fight, like, why was he so sensitive? Like, they were clearly, they were clearly trolling him. He's so insecure. He can't, it's all about him and his insecurities. And he can't think beyond that. That's his whole personality is like, he feels less than. Mm-hmm. So he has to do things that make him feel like, oh, I'm Rob. I... I, I thought it was so funny when, when Sophie said, oh, you don't understand British humor. And her mom's like, he doesn't understand humor. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Oh. She's, her, her mom's not wrong. Um, but her mom was definitely trolling him, though. Like, she was mm-hmm, clearly trying mm-hmm. picking on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then she comes over and gets to see where they're living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. something. I mean, we all knew how this was going to turn out. Yeah. She was going to be appalled and Rob was going to be offended. Like, there was no mm-hmm. other outcome, possible outcome. Yeah. What did he say? He's like, You've never been at the bottom. Yeah. I had to do everything for myself. It's like, okay, Rob. But, you know, it, to Rob's defense, which. It pains me to say this. But Sophie is like, you know, you should have done this and you should have got your shit together before I got here. You should have had a job and you should have had a better place lined up and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, maybe he should have done that. But guess what? You still showed up. Like, you knew the situation and you still agreed to come here. So can't really complain too much. But she, I mean, I hear you. I, I think, but she hasn't been complaining. Her mom brought it up. I know, I know, but I feel like she's, Sophie is very non-confrontational, right? Like, she doesn't want to have these conversations, tough conversations, and, like, she wants her mom to, I don't know, she just needs to, like, mature a little and learn to have a voice. She wants her mom to be, like, her mouthpiece, 
but that's not how a relationship works. Like, you're about to get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's my two cents. Yeah. But he's like, I'm not trying to be confrontational. He's like, okay, try harder. What are you doing then, Rob? Like, what how do they live? Like, I don't understand. How do they make just, I don't know how much that garage apartment thing costs, like a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred. How do they have money to pay for that? I, I'm confused on that as well. Like, I thought he had like odd jobs. Like, I thought he was like out here, like hustling, you know, getting like m- money where he can, but it seems like he's not doing much. Which- do you think the show pays them up front? Or once they're done with the season? Uh, I don't know. It, I wouldn't think they would get paid up front. But either way, like, he's been living there for a long time. So he must somehow be making money. Hmm. I think I would want to be paid up front. <laughs> Just in case. I don't know. No, I mean, you're you're basically signing over your life. They can edit your likeness. They can edit everything sure, you say. They can contract, get- like... It's not like you're not going to get paid either way. Yeah, but if I don't have any money now and and you're trying to, like, make money from me, mm-hmm. it's 10... I think it's, like, what, $1,000 an episode? Yeah, I think until they get, like, a fan base Yeah, people are, like, wanting them on other... on the spinoffs, like, I don't think yeah. they're making much. Yeah, if I'm the producers and you're... A hot mess, and you want ten grand up front for ten episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's nothing. That's not that much money at all. And I get to do, I get to make so much money off. Of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's possible, possible that they're paid up front, but I, I don't know if that matters that much when it's not that much money. He lives in LA, but it's a lot of money for him. Yeah, but he must have been paying rent all this time right so like this how long are they filming three months i don't know well we don't know how long he's been living there right well it says it has to at least be two and a half years because he's been living there the whole time that they've been dating oh we know this for sure and that was the insinuation was like he's been there she came to visit him and saw mm-hmm. the place so and, yeah. and they're like in two and a half years you haven't done this that that another it's like okay okay so let's say let's say your man isn't rob and he's a very good person mm-hmm. and and he treats you amazing mm-hmm. and you're so in love with him but this is his situation and he lives in this place and he's hustling but for some reason, he can't, he's just not very smart or whatever, so he can't make a lot of money. But that doesn't make him a bad person, nor does it make him a bad boyfriend. He just happens to live in a place where the bathroom is not inside the house. Would you do it? When I was 23, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah when you were 23. I probably, exactly. I was a lot more down to do stupid shit when I was 23, so maybe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's so cute and he treats me so good and we can build together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. But, you know, I draw the line at the outside bathroom. That's that's too much. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. I like how they're like, our bathroom's over there. <laughs> she was like, what? But she knew that. Alone. Of course. She had to have known that. Yeah. And then they're like, this is the kitchen. This is the living room. <laughs> it's like, it's all mm-hmm. the same room. But okay. Yeah. 
Uh, Rob, they need to like do a real like clean out of that whole place. It looks just disgusting. I'm sure it stinks too. He should he should do like a crib video <laughs> of that place, but it's just one room. This is where the magic happens across mm-hmm. from the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. All right, now we're on our last couple, right? Jasmine and Gina, who are surprisingly the most normal couple in this episode. Uh, they. You know, I said Jasmine is so nice to him when she's not being like a psycho crazy person. So maybe this is what reels him in. Like these little or maybe she's like this most of the time and she just goes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she's like this most of because they, they were actually really cute together. They were having fun. They were getting their so much coffee. Yeah. They were holding hands. They were Gino signed them up for salsa lessons, which I thought was pretty thoughtful and bold on Gino's part, considering he has no rhythm. It made me think of that UK episode um, with that girl who went to the island to live with that guy, and he was really into salsa dancing, so he took her, and she was uh, super princessy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she, she thought she was very posh. I forgot about her. Oh man, what's that girl's she name? She was—I don't remember—but she was livid that he was like dancing with yeah. another woman. She was like, "How dare you?" She refused to dance with yeah, him. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he brought her there to dance with him. She would not, so he is dancing with someone else, yeah. and she was so upset. It was amazing. That was yeah, that was great. But then it also—it also made me think of Darcy and Tom. Oh, yes. Because Tom is also very into into salsa. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Darcy had a huge meltdown. Yeah. Because he was dancing with someone else. It was so funny. Oh, man. Oh, I love Darcy so much. The good old days. OG Darcy is the best. Yeah. Jesse and Darcy. Mm -hmm. Um, So they had another conversation about the kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they're going to have their own season. Yeah. Um,. I mean, I can't say I blame Jasmine for feeling the way that she does about having another kid. Yeah, she's worried about having another special needs child mm-hmm. because it is hard. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, it is a lot of work. It's hard. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And Gino, I mean, I get Gino's trying to be supportive and he's like, he was saying nice things. Um, but Jasmine has lived through this as parent Mm -hmm. and she knows how hard it is and like he's kind of like you know oh he's still a kid like he's still a child and it's uh, we're still gonna love him it's like that's Mm -hmm. kind of idealistic to say that but like it's really hard i'm sure you know yeah she's not saying she's not gonna love him she's just saying it's gonna be hard yeah exactly yeah and and that it's not fair to the child and yeah mm -hmm. but how does this work because like is she planning on bringing her special needs child here too or no seems like she would only be bringing one say because she has shared custody of the other child and it seems like the other child lives with his father that yeah so i don't know but don't you think don't you think resources there's more resources in the u.s maybe but it's things are also more expensive too so who knows i don't know like maybe he's getting great treatment we also don't know like what his disability is or like there's a lot more resources just yeah i don't know i mean it's um obviously not a simple 
question. No. Especially when his father is in another country and we don't know the dynamics of their relationship and all that. Yeah. Custody agreements. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Okay. I think that's it. That's we did all the couples. Yeah. We did, we did all the couples. Just we did all the couples. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Fulfilled his fantasies. Yeah. But the coming up next looks pretty bleak. Looks like everybody's going to break up. I hope so. I hope so. I hope they do. Give us something to talk about. Um, I tried to watch The Single Life, and thank goodness we are not reviewing that show because <laughs> I couldn't even make it through the first episode. I I hate that show. I cannot get into I that show. I couldn't do it. It, it was painful to watch. Um, so yeah, hopefully, what's the one that's coming up? Happily Ever After? Yeah. Hopefully that I think pulls March. through. Yeah, March. Yeah, I hope we get a break from Gino and Jasmine. I hope so. Because, well, they're going to get their own show, probably. Yeah, I think so. so. I think they will. Didn't Libby and Andre have their own show? Or was that just, they were on Happily Ever After? Yeah, I don't think they got their own show. I think her family Andre. wanted one. Yeah. Oh my but I, I also cannot stand, I cannot stand that family. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very hard for me to like take Andre's side. And sometimes I do take Andre's <laughs> side because that family is so terrible. Like, like, I don't know if I would love if Libby was my wife. Mm-hmm. And I I marry into her family. Like I don't know if I could love her that much. Where I would stay. Like I yeah, can't. Her family is like whack job. Uh, her family's nuts. A lot. Um, but not worse than Chantal's family. Oh my gosh, Chantal's mom is. I I absolutely cannot. I just watched. Um, I watched part of the whole holiday pillow talk and they reviewed like the best moments from like past mm-hmm. season. And uh, there was like that fight with Chantal, Chantal's sister and Pedro and him and his brother, her brother got into it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Through hands. Yeah. Oh my God. They're freaking nuts. They're like, nuts. Yeah. But, I mean, I hate Pedro's mom and sister, but mm. Chantal's mom is, like... Oh, she's the worst. Like, she's... It's, she's I, a terrible I, Is she person. on drugs? Yeah. Like, I don't know what is wrong with uh, her. What I don't understand is, like, the dad seems somewhat normal, and he's, like, ride or die for this woman. Like, mm-hmm. he's, just, like, mm-hmm. she's always right. All this crazy shit she's saying is right. It's like, what? Are we listening to the same person? She is nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Well, okay. It's good to good to finally talk to you after two long weeks. Thank you. I'm gonna go check if if we're gonna be having chicken or pizza. So, <laughs> all right. See you bye. next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Ninety Day Fiance Bay. Find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Ninety Day Fiance Bay, and on Instagram at Ninety Day Fiance Bay Pod. As always, we appreciate your support and until next time.